Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Split Decision Podcast. Off a bit of a break, you know. I was uh, out of town last week and, uh, you know, no podcast. And uh looks like we're back and PJ didn't get the memo. But Jack Jack did. Jack's here, of course, as always. Our, I'm here our, for you, man. Our, our loyal producer. <laughs> I appreciate that. Paul. Paul is off to go see the old ball and chain in Chicago. Can't blame him, you know. Not, heck of a girl. Um, so here I am, solo dolo, although I did request uh, the presence of another Paul, uh, Paul Zekman, that being. I'm sure it, uh, our longtime audience is familiar. Um, and, uh, you know, I shoot him a text. I mean, I ran a little bit late today. Um, I'll be honest, and I shoot him a text. Hey, man, we're you know we're gonna push it back to me about eleven fifteen. He goes, Oh, I've actually just woken up. Just call me in, which we'll do at some point. But you know, his punishment for the time being is we're just we're gonna keep him on ice for a little bit. We'll see if we need him. <laughs> Jack, we got you here today. And to be honest, uh, I know you run a podcast of your own. Do you not? So I used to. It's no longer up and running or anything right now. I used to do uh, the Cinemaniacs, which was just like a movie and TV podcast that I did. I would bring on like film students and stuff like that from around IU, and That's we would funny. talk about like any movie that we really wanted to for the day, you know. So it was a good time. I'm a big movie and TV guy, and everything. Oh, so that was that was a good time. What, what what happened? Why'd you guys close the doors? Oh, really? Just like you know, I got super busy yeah. with uh, stuff with IUS TV, whether it was with the news department and everything at the time. So I just didn't ever have quite enough time to edit the episodes like I wanted to, and then. Now I'm doing this and everything, so just kind of. No, I definitely feel you on that. I remember last year when I was we were doing the podcast, I would do all the uh, the editing and stuff as yeah. well, and uh, I always said I was gonna like make an intro, and then I would make like graphic posts for all that, and then like time, just things pile up real fast. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go from having you know a bunch of free time, so you just kind of say yes to everything. Yeah, I'll do yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, I'll join that. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be here. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I actually have time to be at none of these places. Exactly. And do none yeah. of these things. Kind of like overcommitting a lot, yeah. you know, to stuff. So but, I definitely feel that. I mean, but I'm one of those people's people that prefer to be super busy rather than have like a lot of time. Are you, you, you similar? I would definitely say that. Yeah, this week has been really busy in particular. You know, so obviously like. For me, it's I, I do like being busy just because it gives me stuff mm-hmm. to do and everything, you know, and then the breaks, it makes the breaks a little bit better. Yeah, than, you know, I feel like they make the breaks a little bit more valuable, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, I finally have time to relax because like, yeah, you know, it's nice to uh, it's nice to be, feel calm and relaxed and, you know, but like, you know, a little too much of that, you know. <laughs> kind of hurts you in the long run would you agree yeah definitely i i definitely feel that um but yeah speaking of breaks real quick so yeah last weekend you were up in were you up in chicago i was up in chicago yeah that's what i thought yeah so how did the trip go it was good um i was on my hands and knees begging for a job (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i i relate to that uh, very uh, very much Uh, please please give me a job but it was good um there was an alumni reception on thursday i spoke i introduced the dean i don't know how i got that gig there you go. But, you know, it was nice, and it, it worked out. It was an easy icebreaker with the alumni, you there know, because then I went to go get my food, and they were like, oh, nice job on the speech, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, then I would just weasel my way into these conversations. Exactly. So, yeah, there was a couple people who were talking to me kind of nice, nice enough to give me a job. We shall see. Applications have been sent out. LinkedIn connections have been made. Oh, emails yeah. have been sent and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to send out reels and stuff like that, you yeah. know. So Please, please. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good time. I uh, visited two companies up there. It was, it was chill. You know, it's always a shout-out to the media school because, you know, you know, my time is coming to an end uh, soon here, Jack. And, uh, you know, just IU in general. 
for as many things as I don't like it, there's probably twice as many things that I do like it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, but it's easier to be a hater than a lover. It, it honestly <laughs> is. So, I feel that. I but feel it's that. like, in all honesty, uh, in what other setting am I going to be able to just, hey, can I do a podcast? Yeah, we can set you up with a podcast. Hey, can <laughs> you uh, drive, put me in a bus in a hotel in Chicago and give me a meal? Oh, yeah, we can do that for <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, we well. got you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all sorts of things I get through IU. Um I can't believe it's coming to an end soon, Jack. I'll be okay. I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Because what the real world's gonna come eventually, and you might as well get used to it. The faster, the better. I don't know. There you go. Where uh, Where are you thinking you want to end up at after uh, graduation? And everything. I think uh, my best bet is just staying in the Chicagoland area. You know, yeah. I live about thirty-ish minutes from downtown. I take the train. Be real nice. That's my dream scenario. Yeah. Dream scenario, I stay in my house because I am a single man with no no connections or no need to move my life forward for the moment. <laughs> Collect some money, and then eventually I want to move out west, hopefully. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Even though I never done, I've, I've done way more of my traveling to, like, the east end of the country, you know, but... Mm -hmm. The one or two times I've been to, like, Colorado and um, yeah. uh, the Grand Canyon. What's, what's Grand Canyon? Oh, my God. Don't tell me the state. Not Nevada. Is it Nevada? No. no. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I'm sure a, a piece of it has to be in the. I don't oh, know. It probably is. Yeah. Uh, somehow, some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but going back to your podcast, you said, um, well, your former podcast, Cinemaniacs. I'm sure you're obviously a big movie buff then, yeah. huh? Um, I got something for you. There All you right? go. So... So this is kind of movie-related, kind of not. But this is something that's really been interesting to me lately. Okay. And maybe I'm outing myself a bit on this one. But as a young man, I was very big, very big into the WWE, you know? Yeah. I, I, loved, I loved the freaking showmanship. Oh, I yeah. I thought it was real for the longest. I tried to deny all the rumors. My sisters would always <laughs> be like, you know, this is fake. And I'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> and I still would argue it's not fake. No, I mean, they're very, it's not. They're very, like... I'm with you on that. I never watched uh, the WWE or anything growing up, but I've grown so much respect for it mm -hmm. because, like, it's scripted, yes, yeah. but what you see there oh, is the, so real. The bumps they take, I mean, you're, th you're throwing a man off a 30-foot cage. I don't oh, care yeah. what you—unless <laughs> there's not, you see a crash mat, which obviously you don't. They're yeah. falling into the table. For I was going to say. Yeah, uh, that's going to hurt, and I would not want to do that. And even if there was a crash mat, I still don't think 80 Five, 90% of people would agree to do some stuff that they do. Oh, my God. Yeah, the floor on there is not oh, made no. of foam or no, anything. No, 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 like, that's a hard it's a thin, floor. It's a thin that... layer of, like, padding, and then it's concrete right underneath it. Oh so, God, it's like, yeah. you know. So, shout out to those guys. But the reason I bring that up is that I feel like lately, I don't know if you feel the same way, it's mm -hmm. making a bit of a resurgence into the mainstream. I, oh, feel, yeah. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of it lately. Honestly, yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Have you seen, the, like, The Rock? The Rock is back, yeah. I've, I've seen that he made a comeback. Yeah, he's kind of, like, splitting his time between, like, doing movies but also going back to the WWE. I, I genuinely have thought about, like, trying to, like, get invested in it and, like, find a, a fighter that, like, yeah. just to follow religiously, basically, it's, you it's, know? I remember but. it's interesting how I kind of got into it. I, uh, I, uh, I used to, uh, I used to go to... In, I lived in this little town called Lansing, and then I would sleep at my grandma's house every now and then because mm -hmm. I went to a private school closer to, like, I would have basketball practice and then private school the next day. Um, so, like, I would spend a, a, one or two nights out of the week at my grandma's place, right? And I remember, like, one day I just kind of flicked it on, and, and that's kind of like, because, like, how do you just, it's always, it's a it's a constantly moving show. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, like, it, it's not like a, it's not like a sports thing where it's just like, oh, it's a game, and then this is the standings of the season, and then there's going to be.
to be a new season. Yeah. It's like, no, there's a, an episode every single week for the last, I don't know, it's been going on for like 50. It's the longest run, reigning sh- weekly episodic show of all time. I know that. <laughs> I know that. More be- than like any soap opera, really, I, I think. I swear. I know that because when I was watching it, it became the longest reigning. <laughs> so the fact that, fast forward, that was probably when I was like, I don't know, 10, 11. Fast forward, you know, a decade. Still going, I'm yeah, sure 10 they, years later. I, I doubt they've missed a Monday or a Friday. Oh, so, God, no. Um, so, yeah, it's just, uh, you just kind of have to, like, I remember, I literally remember watching it, flicking it on. I'm like, oh, it's like, you know, kids at school watch this thing. Let me, let me just watch it for a little bit. Yeah. And I literally, had, like, you know, for, like, the first, like, two weeks, he kind of don't really know what's happening. You're just <laughs> like, oh, this guy's mad at this guy, this guy's mad at this guy. Oh, and he's also mad at this guy at the same time. And uh, then you kind of realize, oh, okay, there's, like, a, what they call a baby face and a heel. <laughs> and then, so there's good guys and there's bad guys. And yeah. Then, I don't know. I kind of got, oh, gosh. You eventually kind of end up catching yeah. on to the storylines. Yeah, yes, of, there's storylines of the Of the WWE, yeah. you know, and yeah. so, the more you watch it. So then there's this thing called high school where they, if you, they catch you watching wrestling, they're like, what is wrong with you? So I, I kind of went away from it, right? You really? Know? Okay. <laughs> high school, high school, I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done with wrestling, right? Like, was it more your friends or was it like? No, I don't no, no, I don't, no one really. I don't think anyone has actually ever poked fun at me for. I don't think anyone really knows. There's not a lot of people who know that I that I that I would watch it. Shout out to my boy Mike Dewan though. Mike, <laughs> if you're listening, he knows. Back in freaking uh, when we were seniors, one time we would just we would just freaking roll through like best finishing moves, craziest <laughs> moments. You know, we'd be sitting in freaking culinary class just. <laughs> on YouTube watching this sort of thing because we were the only two guys that are one of the only few guys I know who watched it We know our own though when we when we find them, but uh Mike's one of those guys and then but then like fast forward I'm in college and uh, I don't know lately. It's just been really catching my eye I don't know what, what's up with it. It's been a resurgence into my life I think specifically as of late. Have you seen the the iron claw? I watched that movie. That's a, yeah. I think that has to be part of it for that, sure. I, I think that's definitely part of it. I agree. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am with you. I think beforehand it was kind of starting to make a resurgence mm-hmm. and everything. I think mainly, not mainly, but maybe partially because <clears throat> just because guys like The Rock and John Cena were like appearing in more movies, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, maybe little kids are like seeing like, oh, where'd they come from? Yeah. You know, so they're probably getting hooked on For WWE sure. and stuff like that, you know, so that could be part of it. But I would agree. You I watch, think, do you watch the Iron Claw? I did see the Iron Claw. <laughs> really, really good. Watched it with my sisters. Like last last scene in the movie, you yeah. know, where he's like, oh, I used to have brothers. I looked down. Oh, my, my God. I looked down all three of us or all four of us. But the three of them, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just tears. <laughs> I was I was right there with them. It's, that was crazy. It, I went into it. I think like a lot of people not really knowing anything about the Von Erichs or anything, yeah. you know. And then just seeing what happens is just like, oh, this is yeah horrible no, and yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, and I thought I would know. Like, I mean, I didn't know that much about him either. And like, you know, obviously, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you know that? That there was another Von Erich that that, yeah. that they didn't include. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that movie that they didn't include. Yeah, they they talked a little bit about, like, the baby brother who died in the movie. They did talk about him, but, yeah, in case you don't know, if you've seen The Iron Claw, there was supposed to be— it, well, in real life, there's, I think, a sixth brother that also died. Another younger one, yeah. So it's, Also a suicide. Yeah. Oh That's my, crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Like, I, how much— I remember, how much tragedy that family I had to go through. I remember watching it, and I was thinking to myself, like, 
I remember going into it, I knew, like, from the trailer, you could tell, like, oh, something tragic happens, you yeah. know? So I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be, like, just one thing, like, one family death, mm-hmm. and then there's two, and then there's three. And then you're like, wow, I really couldn't imagine if I had to sit through a fourth one. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that was, it was, it was real tough. <laughs> I, I think that was the whole reason why they didn't include it, was just, yeah. like, we've put the audience through enough of a ringer, yeah. you know, like, that, it, it would just be yeah. too much, I feel like, at that point. Yeah, it had a little bit of everything. I liked it, because, like, at a certain point, you're like, oh, is it, is it kind of like the dad who's just too harsh on him? But, yeah, yeah the, as far as, I mean, from what I've seen, like, they all... Love their dad and whatever, and um, it's just such a complicated relationship yeah, it because was. it's like they love their their dad more than anything, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it's just all about like, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, like like he said, the dad said himself he didn't want them to be pro wrestlers, but that once they like express an interest, it's like well, you know, either all in or all out. Yeah, and then it's the family business. And then it's, uh, it's a it's a toxic thing, but one of the hardest that I ever laughed at a movie last year was when he's sitting at the breakfast table and he's like, all right, we all know that I think Carrie oh, Carrie's, like, my, Carrie's my favorite, favorite. Yeah, and yeah. then Kevin yeah. and then he's the, like, but the rankings the can rank- always change. Yeah, they rank- can always change. Rankings can always I don't know why. Change. Like that, that killed me. Like it was in the trailer too, but yeah, still yeah, I laughed so no, hard was, at that it part. <laughs> it was great. I mean, that's a heck of a film. I mean, for, a, is, mom- yeah. for a moment, I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is kind of like, it's going to be like a bit uplifting, you know, you know, when they were like, oh man, when they are, What's the song? Oh, it's the song that they put in the trailer. Oh my God, it's oh, so uh, good. Na, God, na, 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 na. Uh, yeah, the I, I know the song you're, you're talking about. I got Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. What's that song called? I'm God looking it up it. right now because I'm listening to it. It soon. is really good though. It soon is really good. Off. Oh, Tom Sawyer, Rush. Let's, I'm gonna play a bit of it so people know. Good, good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Inject us in. Yeah, like, there's a whole montage yeah, of that yeah. movie with that song. Exactly. So when when it, the yeah when what was it the brother Michael who's into music yeah I think, I think so, he gets yeah. like a record player he plays that and then you just see him start pumping <laughs> and then like they start the crowds start growing and yeah. Then, yeah it's it's such a well constructed part of the movie because yeah. yeah like the brothers are all like working out yeah. in the garage and they just hear it and they're like yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah it's so good and then like the it's crowds like, just get bigger and bigger they're and at they're the top just, of yeah. the game and all that you know like that's yeah. a great part I think of the movie. Really good way to just like, like yeah, we get it. They're gonna. There was a time, you know. There's a time where they were all just on the up, on the up. Oh yeah, uh, they progressed through it real quick. Carrie like took down Ric Flair, the biggest, the the biggest name in probably in wrestling history. Yeah, he's on Mount Rushmore for sure. Oh yeah, Yeah, yeah. like so. um, I was that was the one thing that I knew from real life mm-hmm. wrestling was Ric Flair, yeah, like because yeah, yeah. my dad absolutely loves him. Like yeah. he grew up watching him. He freaking loved Ric yeah. Flair so much. I, I remember. I know a lot of the old heads in the wrestling game loved that guy. I mean, I didn't get to watch him too much. Or uh, I remember seeing like he would make an appearance on WWE every now and then. But you know, yeah. it, it, that's the, like when they bring the old guys in and like they're the ones taking the bumps. Like every now and then, like the old guy will come in, like young guys talking crap to him, and like yeah. he'll punch him in the young guy goes down i'm like yeah. okay god i gotta show my dad that movie because he would love it you, you know? didn't watch it no he hasn't oh, seen it yet man. but it, that movie's been described as like the ultimate dad movie you oh, know yeah <laughs> for sure i mean i implored my father as soon as yeah. i got all of us did we we're like you gotta go watch this pops you'd love it oh yeah and 
but honestly, it also just goes to show, you know, going back to the realism of it, you know, like every single actor, whether it was Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, all those guys, you know, they were all like adamant. Like oh, yeah. I have earned so much respect. Like I already had enough respect for the, the sport of wrestling, but like going through the ringer and actually learning mm-hmm. how to wrestle and do what these guys do. It's tough, man. No. I think Efron said like the first day of of training literally all he did was like teach them how to fall yeah. and like the next day they both they all came back with just bruises yeah. covering their bodies no i mean i kind of like uh I, I mean this is an mma podcast and an unboxing podcast just <laughs> just to preference it so just to just talk about that for a second there's this guy named chael sonnen who i follow religiously he was a wrestler he was also an mma fighter buddy before that all that he was a pro wrestling fan yeah and he talked about how originally his plan coming out of college was to go into pro wrestling. Really? Yeah. Um, so he went and drove down to, because there's only, the, the wrestling schools are few and far between. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, he went down to, like, the WWE one in, like, Florida or something like that. And he said the first day you show up and there's, like, I don't know, 60 guys. Right? Yeah. And then he's, like, and they, he's, like, they literally tell you, like, oh, he was like, "There's." They literally tell you, like, maybe one or two of you guys will still be here by the end of it. Oh yeah. And then it's what? just such a niche market, yeah. you know, because it's like, you can have the physical aspect down, but then you also have to have the move set, and then you also have to be on the mic. You got to know what you're yeah. doing. You got. There's a lot of aspects to the game. Yeah. Um, and I think I kind of at a certain point, I think kind of why I, the reason I, I I stopped following it was because I uh I kind of like once. I think as a kid, I was kind of like, oh, you know, these are real fights, you know, these are, you know, they're actually like, um, you know, one guy is trying to prove he's extra stronger than the other. But like, really, like you're saying, it's storylines, it's a show. So I had to stop looking at it from, it took me a while to stop looking at it from like a, a sporting perspective and more from like, a, it's sport, that's why it's, they call it sports entertainment. Exactly. It's the yeah. entertainment part that I think I've kind of like fallen, uh, not back in love, it's a bit corny. Um, no, I get you though. But, uh, I get you though. I've, like uh, I, I definitely like I see, like I, I, be, I think after watching that movie, I think it was a perfect, it was a perfect uh, mixture of okay, I, I kind of like I see it kind of popping back back on my phone again. You know, yeah. this is guy CM Punk. I don't know if CM Punk. You know, familiar with yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he came back and he was like my favorite when I was growing up. He's really? from he's from Chicago, so he was like you know hometown hero. Love that guy, and his story's kind of crazy. I don't know. Like, I'm, not uh, it's it's worth telling. How much time we got? Yeah, uh, it's worth telling. So basically, basically this guy CM Punk, right? Big big star in the WWE. But you know, um, this one Vince McMahon was still running the company. He doesn't mm-hmm. run it anymore. <laughs> He's gotten himself into a little bit of trouble. I don't know if you're familiar, but we won't get it. We won't touch that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but either way. This one, Vince, and Vince is, uh, you know, he's very old school, so he he thinks that your top stars have to be like these big, ginormous dudes. And CM Punk's not a big, ginormous dude, you know. He he could be any Joe Schmo walking down the street. Yeah. But he had charisma. He had charisma, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he was a cult. He had a cult following. You know. It's just I, that's that's really a, a lot of the, that industry, like you were saying earlier. You know, you got to be able to handle yourself in front oh, of the mic. Yeah, literally. You know, you got to be able to like. Get a get a crowd around yeah, you yeah. to support you. Yeah, because, you, yeah. Command the audience. You know, exactly. command the audience. Whether you're the, the the baby face or the heel, you're the good guy or the bad guy. If you're a good guy, they gotta love you, and they and you gotta command them that way. And if you're the bad guy, they gotta 
It can boo you, and, and you got to be... Some people don't like being the heel. No, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you got to be willing. Yeah. To, that's an extra layer to it. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to be the bad guy, you got to be willing yeah. to play that role. Yeah. you got to be willing to Take have people hate you, yeah. you know, boo you and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. The worst thing you could do when you come out is no noise whatsoever. Exactly. You know, that'd be the worst thing. Um, but either way, so he wasn't very liked by, by Vince. He, CM Punk himself valued it himself much higher and this is this is and this is also oh god i don't know why i'm getting so excited about this uh this will go over a little with the ladies i'm gonna show them this episode right here okay but cm punk right yeah, he, yeah. big he's he's he had the championship they had the title he had the title but he wasn't the biggest star he had a headline wrestlemania that was his only goal his goal headlining wrestlemania that was his dream as, as any professional wrestler you mm-hmm. know um so then he's the champion for like Literally over a year, mm-hmm. right? Which is like at that time was like one of the longest title reigns like in the company. Yeah, and he's thinking his next fight, this like he's gonna be headlining WrestleMania in the, in the upcoming against John Cena. That's that's his goal. John mm-hmm. Cena headline WrestleMania. Previous year, John Cena had faced The Rock in WrestleMania. I remember being in fourth grade when that happened. That was crazy. <laughs> um, and you know like they got that out of the way it was the rocks return but it was supposed to be one and done they literally marketed it as once once in a lifetime right so then flash forward cm punk thinks thinks this is his year right mm-hmm. um and then unbeknownst to him vince mcmahon had other plans they're going to bring the rock back in for the rock versus john cena part two and not only that they're going to have cm punk drop his title to the rock the rock who wrestles twice yeah. a year, maybe, Yeah, when he's in the game nowadays. I mean, he earned it. He was one of the biggest stars of all time in the ni- late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But th- let's face it, I mean, CM Punk's over here doing all the heavy— This, You know, this is me being sympathetic to CM Punk's situation. He's doing—he's in here week after week after week, you know, wrestling match after match. All The Rock has to do is make a f- call to Vince. I'm going to come back down, and uh, let's do me versus Cena part two. So then— then there's this thing called the pipe bomb and that's when you know obviously they have they do their little promos you know as you saw in the iron claw some yeah. of it's like you know there's oh, cer- yeah. certain lines that they're supposed to hit right oh like, yeah yeah um but then he went uh and it's called a shoot a shoot is when you you bring real life scenarios into your promo mm-hmm. so he so he gets the on the microphone and he's like talking to john cena he's basically calling john cena a corporate stooge you know saying mm-hmm. like you know you kiss kiss vince's bum and that's the, and then he's like the fact that Dwayne is the fact he wouldn't call him the Rock he called him Dwayne because he's like the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. And then eventually he's just starting to go off and they cut his microphone, <laughs> they cut his microphone which they never do right. Oh boy. So then he gets this real heat with the company and sure enough you know uh, Royal Rumble comes around he drops the title to Dwayne. And that was the last time he was in the WWE. Was it? Uh, he left that that year, you know, got released. Um, then they technically fired him. Like he got the the the, uh, the papers, like the documents, on the day of his wedding, which they said was a uh, was just like wow, a sheer coincidence, right? Wow. Like they just had, months later, they just they barely sent him the papers the day of his wedding. 
So then he's, he goes off for years, right? He, he doesn't even wrestle for a couple. He actually fought in the UFC. It was really bad. He was really, really? bad. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> he went and fought in the UFC. He was terrible. But, you know, he tried his best. Good for you, bro. I mean, it's a totally different sport, oh, though. No. That's like, what, uh, and that's when, and that's also part of the reason why I stopped watching. I'm like, oh, these guys can't actually beat anybody up. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> but while he was the reason I kind of got out, he's kind of the reason that dragged me back in because fast forward a couple years, there's this new company, wrestling promotion, AEW, that starts up. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like this new niche. They're kind of, they, they, they took a more aggressive, like the WWE came, became very much PG, PG-13, which is drastically different from, like, the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, era, like, yeah. You know, they would let him say. And I mean, be, Hulk Hogan, yeah, would talk about his sex life yeah, all the time they, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the mic, you yeah, know. And then so. they went away from that because, you know, ratings, they thought they needed the kids. Um, so then there's this AEW that, you know, does things completely differently. Eventually they get Punk, which was a huge return, you know. Um, and then he kind of gets in some heat with them as well. Like he, uh, so I don't know if it, I don't know what the, maybe it's, it's Pug's fault. Who knows? But he gets into some fight, a, ba- a fight backstage, punches like another dude, oh, gets released from that, like gets released from there. And then it's circulating for months that, uh, he might be coming back to the WWE, even though after, like for all those years, he was saying like hell would have to freeze over for him to have to, to, to go come back, back to the WWE. Yeah. But. Also, that was when Vince was in charge, and eventually, Vince Vince hasn't been the CEO in forever. Now, and then he was on the board of directors. Now he's not even on the board of directors. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, we won't touch that one. Um, again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, staying away from. Um, so, then, God, I can't believe I'm going over this so story. <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it's it is kind of crazy just how the the rankings can change so much within whether in in the WWE just because. I mean, the way that I've heard a lot of people describe, I mean, it's, it's literally just like a regular job, you mm-hmm. know, like you can get promoted, you can yeah. get demoted, like just kind of like that, yeah. you know, they, yeah, so they'll, push, they'll push you, they'll pull you from the show, yeah. you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, but it, it, basically he, he eventually came back like in November, it was crazy, he was in, it was in Chicago, oh, no one even knew it was going to happen, like yeah. they did the whole pay-per-view and and then, like, the match was over, and everyone was kind of, like, bummed out. Like, oh, they didn't, you know, his music didn't cut, and he didn't show up. And then yeah. they literally, like, you know, put, like, the at the end of every show, they put, like, WWE, this is a WWE product, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. they put their little trademark on it. And then, like, freaking, like, la- like right before it cuts, his music goes off. Crowd goes nuts. <laughs> crowd goes nuts. That's, that's the cool part about yeah. the WWE that I want to get behind. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's moments like that mm-hmm. that I really want to just be, like, Oh my oh, god, yeah, this is yeah, crazy. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no, it seems like that happens so many times. Like they're able to like, still pull the rug out yeah, from audiences. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Nothing's better than especially a return that you don't see coming at all. Yeah. That yeah, they really got people with that trademark. Because like when you see that, that's how you know, like, oh, show's okay, over. Okay, the show's over. Like they've then... never done it like that late in the show. So then you just hear you hear his music go off crowd, especially they're in Chicago crowds. <laughs> like, no, it's going go nuts. All right. Now RIP. He freaking tore his tricep. Like, oh, God. <laughs> he was supposed to get his WrestleMania moment this year. He tore his tricep like no. a month ago. Like a month ago. Literally tore it. Oh, my God. But it's crazy because there's this other guy who's coming out, and I won't tell him to hold his whole backstory. This guy, Cody Rhodes, who had his history of being in the WWE lead yeah. and coming back. Now he's this big star, right? And he's in a similar position where it's supposed to be him versus this guy, Roman Reigns, at the at the— at the headlining the pay-per-view yeah 
and you know, as I was, as we started this whole conversation with the freaking rock decides, I, Oh, I want to make a couple million this year. I'm, I'm going to wrestle. And here we, uh, find Cody Rhodes in a position where, uh, it's him versus, uh, the company and the company is seemingly leaning towards the rock. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, honestly, respect though on the rock. I mean, he's, he's, uh, like you said earlier, he cemented his name in wrestling and everything. So, I mean, like, literally, the rest of his life, he can just kind of do whatever the hell mm-hmm. he wants. You know, if he's like, if I want to star in another Netflix movie that's going to make millions of dollars, I'll do that. You know, if I want to go back to the WWE, let's go do some WrestleMania, you know. Like, it's it's honestly insane the level of fame that he's reached, you know. Yeah, it's kind of—it's it, it, quite insane to think that the guy went from just being some— he was literally a pro wrestler, and, like, now he's what— Biggest box office star. Yeah. Um, owns like the XFL. I'm does. curious to see like who could be among the next generation of wrestlers just because like my, my dad and I, we like to follow college wrestling a lot mm-hmm. too, you know? So oh, like yeah, yeah. we, so my dad's originally from Iowa mm-hmm. and so he's a oh, yeah, big time Iowa yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. you know? When it comes to to wrestling, they got and everything. really they got a really good wrestling program, don't they? They have, yeah, yeah. really good. It's probably the second best in the country behind Penn State, just because Penn State is yeah, just, Penn State's insane. It, they're insane yeah, when they're, it comes to wrestling, yeah. but uh, but yeah, Iowa's probably number two, and they just lost a senior last year named Spencer Lee. Do you know about him? I've probably heard of him. He's maybe. probably one of, if not the greatest, college wrestlers of all time, yeah. just because this kid is insane. So in twenty twenty. Two, I believe it was. Yeah, during the the national tournaments, he's already won two years in a row. Like he's the individual yeah. national champion of his weight class, you know. And he reveals after the national championship, he's just won his third in a row in a one on one interview. He reveals earlier in the interview that earlier in the tournament, he tore one of his ACLs in his knees. That's crazy. Like in one of the first rounds, but he didn't want to leave, so he kept going, kept beating guys. Then in the final like the semifinals or something like that he tore his other acl what? and so he literally won a third national championship no with no knees Jesus basically no. and the reporter just goes well why did you do that and he just goes excuses are for wusses. Yeah. no and those those wrestlers man those wrestlers i think are like the toughest toughest of the tough man oh like, my god yeah because and the other thing another aspect of it was like yes physically it's very tough and stuff but like you know, if the money was there, you'd, you'd see why, like, you'd put your—but there's no money, like— um, Unless you make it to the top. Unless like. you make it to the—unless you unless you go into pro-wrestling, pro you know? Because yeah. let's not get it confused. There's a stark difference. There are some aspects of, you know, collegiate, the sport of wrestling that yeah. get carried into pro-wrestling, but it's— you know, it's not this. You know, guys aren't shooting double legs and then looking to pin you, you know. You you let the guy get pinned. You're oh, like, yeah. You know, you're letting another guy pin you. Unless, yeah, I mean, you can go to events like the Olympics for wrestling. You yeah. know, you can do that. But, I mean, even then, I'm not sure how much you truly no, get paid no. or how much recognition you really mm, get after, I mean, even if you win gold, you know. I mean, I can, I mean, and I'm someone who, like, somewhat follows the sport and, like, guys who come out of it because, obviously, like, either they go to pro wrestling or they go into MMA, right? Yeah. And I can only name you like a handful of wrestlers that I know, you know, like the and they're like the top guys, like Bo Nickel, Gable Stevenson, that's yeah. Spencer Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee, yeah. I think I've definitely heard of him. Um just look up his interview. The his excuses are for Wuss's interview. Yeah. It's in, it's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, he's just again, he's so good on the mic because he's just like, Yeah, I performed with no ACLs, <laughs> but I still won. Yeah. So. I'd pass on that ten times out of ten. Um 
No, those guys are crazy, and there's no money in the in the game, but they do it because they love the sport. They man. love I it, man. I can respect that. I can respect that. I mean, I played soccer because, you know, it's it's easy to motivate yourself to play when you look at your phone and you see freaking Ronaldo and a Bugatti. Yeah. You see Messi, 500 million Instagram followers. <laughs> you know, that's why people get into sports like that. Oh, yeah. Because um, you look cool while you do it, but, you know. You know, that it's the same thing. It's like I would always use the excuse. I remember my dad would ask me, like, when I was saying, why don't you, why don't you wrestle? And I'd be like, oh, you know, you want me to, like, you know, get into a single and roll around with another dude? I don't want to do that. <laughs> the truth is that all those dudes could whoop me in a fight no matter what. So Yeah, my, yeah. Little, my little brother started wrestling maybe a few years ago. And as soon as he started it, my brothers and my dad and I, we were all just, like, so behind him with yeah. every single oh, match. Like, oh. my older brother and I, we never did wrestling before yeah. in our lives. You know, the only thing that we know it's just like again literally watching the national yeah. tournament every year and that's it you know yeah. but we're screaming on the mat we're yeah. like get the, get the yeah. like get yeah. the like like we're just we're no. we, we loved it man no, we that's loved real it. stuff man you and he love doing it you know no that's that's some cool stuff bro i don't know but uh just you know we got like 10 minutes left why don't you tell me why don't you tell me three movies you think i haven't watched that i think i should watch oh jeez um oh man i'm trying to think like that's that's tough right now. Um, yeah. Damn, I mean, since we were talking about the Iron Claw and everything, if you hadn't seen that, I would have been like, all right, that's number one. Go yeah. watch that one. Um, it is very, very good. Jeez. Uh, I mean, I, I can, it, it's just so broad, I guess, right now it for is. me to think about. But uh, one movie that I do want to see coming up, we talked about it before the last time we recorded, but that new Roadhouse movie, the re oh, the remake yeah, with yeah, yeah. with McGregor in it. Yeah. Like, I watched that trailer uh, two Fridays ago before we recorded. It was right before we were going in to record, yeah. and I was telling you all about. It. I was just like, "Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. Like, this is insane! Like, I had no clue that McGregor was in this thing because I'm watching it on my bus on the way there, and I was just like." <laughs> what? <laughs> how the hell did they? How did the hell did Conor McGregor get roped nah. into doing this movie? <laughs> I think his name is Knox in it. <laughs> yeah, like he's so. This is it's yeah. If you haven't seen the original Roadhouse, that that's one I'll tell yeah. you to go watch. That's a great movie. Is it's it, it's a perfectly great bad movie. I'll say. Is it's it a, a similar plot? Because I was expecting the plot because I, I I'd seen when Jake Gyllenhaal did like his uh, filming at the actual UFC event. Yeah. So my idea, I don't know if you have you seen Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's been a while, but yes, I do know the movie. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. going to be like a similar, you know, like a, a like typical a boxing fighting movie. Yeah, like yeah. guys working his way up, trying to fucking win the title. Yeah, it's not a sports movie. <laughs> no. It's, I mean, again, it's a dad movie. Yeah. It's, so the original, it, it's a remake. I think you know yeah. that. But yeah, it's a remake of the 80s movie with Patrick Swayze, who played Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Mm -hmm. And basically the whole premise of the movie is that Gyllenhaal's character is a guy who can like he's a he's a great he's a bouncer he's a bouncer for all these bars and clubs and whatever he's really good at what he mm -hmm. does this is the premise of the original 80s movie let's just say so yeah Swayze is a really good bouncer and he gets hired to come like be the bouncer for this rough and tough gritty yeah. you know like badass bar, bar yeah. in Missouri or whatever you know and then he gets roped into like you know the town locals and stuff like that i mean that's basically the the yeah. the plot of the movie yeah it's the same thing for the remake but the whole ufc thing like that's a totally yeah, new yeah, thing yeah. that they added no, yeah it's probably just gonna be like a small aspect of the character i'd imagine i think so yeah because in the 80s movie like it's just 
a thing where it's like, oh yeah, Patrick Swayze, he's just really tough and he he knows how to fight, you know, but they don't really explain. Like he does Tai Chi every morning, but that's kind of all they do, you know? Yeah, I mean, in today's world, it's like, you'd probably encounter someone who freaking took a, was a wrestler, (laughs) took a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class that, you know, he'd eventually meet his match. So yeah, I guess you have to add that in to be like, well, why can this guy just beat up everyone? Exactly. Like that's exactly why they do it. It's just like to give a little bit more explanation. Like this is why he can fight so well. It's because he fought in the UFC. So Uh, I wonder what if they'll give any sort of background to McGregor's character because obviously they're building him up to be like they are, yeah, an equal. Because McGregor's character in the original movie, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. He's just a henchman who knows how to fight, you know, but he just gets his ass kicked by Swayze and everything and. That's really all I'll say about his character for right now. If you watch the original movie, it's crazy what happens to McGregor's character. You think I'm better off watching it, watching the old one, or just going into the new one with the fresh, fresh eyes? I mean, I would say watch the old one. It's like I said, it is a great bad movie. I love him. Like it should not work at all, but because Patrick Swayze's in it and he brings his own swagger to it, you know, that just makes it work. Tomorrow's Saturday. I'm doing absolutely nothing after. Check it out, man. Check it out. So that's. Sounds like the perfect way. Uh, speaking of tomorrow night, Saturday, there's UFC events. Really bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's really bad. On to the main topic of the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I'm glad we got that out the way. <laughs> no, there's no, there's not a thing. No, Jack, I, I couldn't even pretend to be excited about <laughs> what's going on tomorrow. Is there any, like, big name or anything in no, let's and it's tomorrow. I'll, I'll briefly recap my frustrations with they have they're fighting at what they called Apex. So like I'm sure is you've it, heard of, is this 298 I think or is this 299? No, I wish it was 299. I wish that when they're when they're labeled like that UFC 290 that means it's a pay per view. Okay, gotcha. And that, gotcha. that there's there at, at least is one fight that you want to watch on it. Yeah, ideally, but um, no, when it's just like. The worst thing you can hear is UFC Vegas and a number because that means that they're fighting at this place called Apex, yeah. which I'm, maybe you've heard me and PJ rant about, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's like their own facility that has like a limited crowd. They built it for the co- for COVID, which was great during that time, right? But now it's essentially been like, uh, it's essentially just used to like put like not even, sometimes not even B-level fighters. Like they just put guys in there that like, oh, they, this guy needs to fight and, you know, we're not going to throw him on a pay-per-view. Let's yeah. just put him in the Apex. Yeah. Um, because it's like they don't have... They're not held. There's to really their, no use for it. Yeah, they're, they're not held to the responsibility of of selling out a crowd, right? So mm-hmm. like, instead of like, oh, if we have to host a venue in Chicago and sell out a you know, crowd, and we can't do it with these guys, let's just throw these guys in Vegas. Yeah, and, you know. <sighs> so they usually suck. So I looked at it right before this. Uh, I think I've told you this before, but my roommate over the summer, he worked as an intern for the uh, UFC. And so he's he's all caught up on all the fights and everything, you know. And so he he stays up to date and everything. Like, he was talking and he was really pissed about it just because, like, he and his bosses were talking about how, like, different cities that they could go to across yeah. the country for sellout crowd events, you know. They were not considering India at all, but they were going to go down to, like, Louisville, I think, yeah. for one of the fights soon. I mean, they for have one of the main events. They haven't been to Chicago and, like, Probably five years, which really? is absolutely insane to but me. But they're gonna go to Louisville though. Like that I was know. my whole thing. It's I, like, I feel like even Indy's a bigger market. I, I feel like than Louisville. I literally don't understand because like sometimes it's very intentional. Like oh, this fighter's from New Orleans, so they're gonna do one in New Orleans, or it's you like, know, okay, and this but... guy's from Jersey, so they're gonna do an Atlantic City, right? Yeah. Like those make sense to me. But like 
why not Chicago? They have I can name you five fighters from Chicago right now that can yeah. that like if you put them in the United Center or even like the Allstate Arena. Yeah. That would easily like it, and honestly, they don't even have to be from there. Like just throw a fighter in Chicago that people want to see and the crowd will come. If Absolutely. you can get them in Louisville, especially in a huge market yeah, like Chicago, yeah, they'll undoubtedly come. And maybe people aren't not even locals, you know? Like it could just be people like um but that's what I'm saying for things like indie, you know, because like you don't have to put them in Lucas Oil Stadium or anything like that. Just put them in uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Yeah. That'll sell out if you host a USC event there, yeah. I feel like, you yeah. know. But shout out to your boy Patrick, bro. Tell, tell Patrick to, to to have his people reach out to me. And, yeah. You know, I'll get a job. We can all be interns at the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love it. I would love it. Um, to work, to work in, that's what I want to, that's what I want to work in. I mean, I'm a, you want to work UFC? I want to, not, not necessarily just, I mean, UFC would be great. Yeah. That would be great. But like, cool, man. I just want to work in uh, combat sports promotion in general. Yeah, man. I think that's, uh, that's what, that's the type of PR I'm trying to, cause that's big in that industry. As long as you can handle, yeah, as long as you can handle the Vegas heat, like Um, then. I. <laughs> um, I think I can absorb the heat, no problem. <laughs> but I was supposed to call my friend Paul, but you know, you know, he could have been sitting right here, and I could have been spewing to him about you know, UFC Vegas '87 or whatever. But instead, <laughs> we talked about freaking. What did we talk about? We talked about movies. Yeah, we did. The Rock. I went on a, a lot rant. of wrestling. I talked a lot about wrestling. I'm sorry, you guys had to sit through that. Hey, it's more combat though. More combat sports. So. They're fighting, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're fighting, punches. man. Maybe they aren't landing. They're taking falls, you yeah, know? Yeah, they take the bumps. You know, there's a crossover. Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, Daniel Cormier, just guys who fought in MMA and also Mike Tyson. You know, I think it's always cool when, uh, when an actual fighter crosses over. You're not going to see Strickland jump uh, from the top of the cage no. on top of an opponent. No, so. <laughs> no you're not. I like your name dropping Strickland. It's a good one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good one. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like lately just UFC is kind of they're losing a little bit of momentum, right, I think, right now. They you need think a, the UFC is? Yeah, I think they need a—I think these cards, like the, these cards, these Vegas ones, they really just wear people out. But uh, it seems like our time has come. Uh, the time's come, so uh, thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Thank you to Jack for being a great co-host today. Of course, man. And, uh, you know, we will catch you guys all later.